Welcome to the No Wasted Days podcast. I'm Blaine Marion. And I'm Courtney Marion. And on this podcast, we dive deep into the unconventional ways we got sober. And how we continue to stay sober. Well, welcome to episode 14 of the No Wasted Days podcast. I'm your co-host, Blaine Marion. And I'm Courtney Marion. Yeah, well, uh, springtime is here at uh, Macaroni Meadows and we've been super busy outside getting things done around the house and uh doing springtime activities going golfing stuff like that and uh today's theme of the podcast is going to be productivity yeah um and productivity i think is such i mean it's an important factor in life regardless but it's so important in the first you know a little bit especially when you are trying to get off the sauce and get sober you have to stay busy and the thing about that is you you have to get creative sometimes, especially when you want to be sober and especially when you want to stay on a good pattern, like you have to get creative. Yeah. On a, on a scale of one to 10, how productive were you when you were in active addiction? Ah, oh, it was Jesus piece of shit. <laughs> my main priority was my job. I mean, I did work full time. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong there. I did work full time. And like my, the, the height of my productivity was working and like I cleaned the house. And that was like all you're getting from me. That's all you're getting. Once in a while, I'd go on like I call them health kicks, where I'd like try and like keep up with like working out and shit. But oh, that was the height of it. Yeah, I drink like vodka waters instead of rum and ginger ale. Yeah, somebody. <laughs> yeah, remember when somebody told us they're like, "Oh, you won't get hungover if you mix your booze with iced tea mix." Like that's a lie. That's a oh, bullshit yeah. fucking lie. That's a bullshit fucking lie. That's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I was in active addiction, I'd say my productivity was like. I'd say like two or three out of 10. I had enough energy to go to work and to pay the bills, but every couple days when I was getting drunk and being hung over, I was at like a negative. Like, oh man, I'd be so hung over. I couldn't even leave the couch. And I like, I feel like we would constantly reach for the easiest, like the fucking path of like least resistance. Like, can I cook? Should I cook dinner? No, oh, fuck it. Let's get skip the dishes. Oh, should I fucking put some effort into like? Oh, do you want to go out to like my parents' place or do you want to go see people? Like, oh no, like fuck it. Like I'm not like no, like no effort for no effort unless it was like getting drunk with other people. So I'd say like no effort into other relationships. No effort into like going above and beyond the bare fucking standards of, li- like, living. Yeah. Yeah, and then you start to get, uh, once you start to get off the sauce, it's crazy because your productivity just kind of goes up and up and up to where now we're at a point where it's, man, we're, we do things every single day. We have plans. We, we're always busy doing something. Like, the days literally fly by. Like, and we get up, like, fairly early, right? I'm usually up by 7, if not earlier. Um, but, yeah, like, we have so much shit. When Blaine's on days off, I feel like we fucking blink, and he's got to go back to work. Because every day has something. And every day, like, every day is something productive. And every day is something that, like, fills my cup. Yeah, like, today, we're up 6 a.m. recording this podcast. I definitely wouldn't have been doing that in active addiction. I would usually... Like, back then, I would sleep till, like, usually probably, I'd say, like, 9, 10 o'clock every day. Oh, fuck. 6 a.m. was the middle of the night. Yeah, 6 a.m. <laughs> was, like, oh, I'm still, like, up partying. Right? The birds <laughs> are still fucking oh, wailing. Birds. And like, ah. Yeah, no, and, like, I think it's, and it's so important, right? Like, it's, 
there's living and there's thriving. So, I mean, obviously we were living while we were in active addiction, but we sure as fuck weren't thriving. And I wasn't like inspired to do anything. I didn't like wake up in the morning. Like I wake up now and be like, I want to go tap, tap fucking birch trees. I want to go hang out with my ducks. I want to go fucking incubate 27 fucking ducks. Like I just, I never had that drive to do anything, but fucking bare minimum, like pay the bills and feed myself, keep myself alive. I never wanted to get out of bed. Like, cause it was just like, oh, I'm going to get up and do nothing and sit around and basically just be a lazy piece of shit. Just watch the fucking world, like, do things and pass us by, like. Yeah, now I wake up and I'm like, oh man, I got shit to do. I got chickens to take care of. I got to let my dog out. I got to figure out what I'm doing for the morning exercise and am I working out today and then. I gotta go film a macaroni meadows video. I gotta do a podcast. Plus, we live in Hunts and Hope, so there's 20 million things we can do. Go for a hike, go to the river, go to the lakes. Might have to go get spring water. Right. There's always something to do here. Always. And depending on the seasons, too. Like, we're just like, we're spring gearing up for summer here. It's gonna be fucking farmers markets. We're gonna have, mm-hmm. I'm actually super stoked. Tomorrow is the, in Fort St. John, there is a small critters sale. Which I'm like literally like I was up at like fucking five this morning. I'm like, I can't wait for tomorrow. Um <laughs> I wanna go garage sailing pretty soon, yeah, with the farmers markets. We're gonna be canning and fucking diving into that shit. Like we're gonna be we are busy, we're busy people. The uh the funny thing is like I absolutely love garage sailing. <laughs> it's it was one of our things that we did like the first summer we got sober. We would get up at like whatever, six and have a coffee and get in the truck and just drive around and I just love like going and getting like cheap little like knickknacks knickknacks and dishes and weird things and seeing what people got and it's so funny like we 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 ended up uh, we ended up at one of our friend's parents place and we ended up buying his like old childhood cups um and they're super cool they're like they're actually on like one of the episodes of friends they have they're blue and they have suns and moons on them it's so fucking cool because he was like, we ran into him later down the line and he had said something. He was like, oh, I can't believe my mom said, like gave you those cups or sold you those cups. I love those cups. So then we wrapped one and we gifted it back to him for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, we're definitely more productive now. Like I wake up every morning and I know I've got something to do. And that I think it's an important thing because boredom plays a big uh big factor especially in early sobriety like if you're sitting around bored might as well grab a bottle and a bag and go sit there and feel bad for it feel sorry for myself well and everybody if you notice like i noticed an influx on my social media everybody needs zero fucking inkling to start day drinking especially in the summertime when the weather's nice like Pull up your fucking lawn chair, sit beside the pile of dog shit from the last fucking nine months of winter. Like, people need, and like, addicts are fucking no worse. We need literally no reason to drink or party or be a piece of shit. So, like, especially in times like that, um, yeah, like, you have to stay busy. You have to have plans. You have to have some sense of, hey, like, I need to get this done and, like, make it a need. It doesn't mean, like, oh, I want to get this done. Like, no, bitch, you're fucking mowing the lawn. No, bitch, you're going fucking garage channeling with your fucking grandma. You're doing whatever the fuck you need to do to stay busy because when you're not busy, especially when you're newly into this, it just opens the door for fucking chaos and it opens the door to get you back in bad habits and it also opens the door for people that you hang out with or used to hang out with that do not have your best interest in heart for them to fucking weasel in because they know that you're bored you're not up to anything 
if uh, one of the things in early sobriety that we actually we didn't use until later on, but I think would be a good uh, a good tool is just like get a calendar and just write every day for the week, like what you're planning on doing that week. And then if somebody's like, oh, you want to come to the bar tonight? Like, oh, I can't. I got to, I'm hiking, whatever, tomorrow or ah, tomorrow I'm going golfing or whatever, whatever things you're doing to keep busy because you got to keep busy. But I think it'd be a good tool to help because if you actually stay accountable and go by what you wrote down, I mean, why not? Well, and that's a good tool to use to align with other people that aren't drinking, the other people, other people that aren't drinking or partying. Like we, you know, we'll plan stuff with other people that's like, oh, you want to go to the river? Oh, you want to go hiking? Yeah, like you want to do this shit that you know you're not going to do if you're hungover. So that's like such an easy way to be like, no, like I'm no, like I'm doing shit tomorrow. I'm not fucking doing it hungover. I can tell you that. <laughs> right. Like, there's a million things in this world I'd like to do, but I sure as fuck ain't doing that hungover. Like no more. And that's the difference between being sober and not sober. When we were like fucking around or whatever, like we would make all these plans and then never do them. Right. They're like, oh yeah, we should do that. It's like, I know damn well when I'm saying, yeah, we should. I'm like, I'm going to be hungover as shit tomorrow. I'm not going to leave the couch. I'm going to order a pizza. I'm going to watch TV and do fuck all. And you know what else too? Like, so we did used to travel a lot. Like we traveled quite a bit um, while we were in active addiction but even like the contents, like the, like us traveling, it were like it catered around drinking and like what our days looked like always involved booze. Mm-hmm. And it's like looking back, like fuck, like I've been to Thailand a bunch of times. We've been to Thailand three times. Been to Mexico, we've been to Cuba. We went to all these places. I would love to fucking one day go back to them and redo it sober to see all the shit that I fucking miss and all like to not cater my whole entire productive trip around getting shit faced. I would love to, yeah, because. There's so many things we could have done in Thailand that we didn't do because we were hung over and just laid on a beach chair. And, like, we were there three fucking times for months. Yeah. Like, we go for, what, usually about a month? Yeah. Yeah, like, there's just, and, like, other places, too, or, like, trips, even fucking trips to Edmonton, because we, yeah, we're, we were always going somewhere. We're always doing something, always planning life around getting shit-faced in a new fucking atmosphere for some <laughs> yeah. reason. We thought maybe if we changed our environment it would change us but no it doesn't it just yeah it just gave us i mean it was almost like even more of an excuse to fucking drink right like i'm in edmonton i'm wherever the fuck i am like but that's another thing too like that was like if you look at it it's like oh you were being productive you were traveling no i was just looking for a new scenario to get fucked up in yeah i was just looking for a new party right like yeah and like i think that is also such a such a thing to consider in this journey of sobriety whatever the fuck you want to call it Stay busy and stay busy doing things that you like to do. And that's something that I found happened probably about a year, shortly after a year into being sober, is I got my creativity back. Mm-hmm. And I started to want to do these things that I was too fucking hungover to just like, bleh, like you know, or, in that, or that early in to like focused on like staying sober. Like you start to, after you get to a certain like point, you start to get creative. You start to like find things to do and you start to like really enjoy them. You start to get back in touch with the things you really enjoy. When you're in active addiction, you like, especially when you're in as deep as like I was anyway, you don't really know who you are. Like you don't know yourself. You're just, Oh, I was Blaine, a well tester and a drunk who liked to party. Like that's not really who I am. That's quite the resume. (laughs) I was no better. I was fucking no better. But then you you get sober, and the further along in the journey you go, like, the more 
I know myself and I am so much more than that. I don't even, what I do for work isn't even like who I am. Like, oh, I am a good person. I'm reliable. I'm a good, I like to think I'm a good worker, but that's not who I am. Like I'm Blaine, who a guy who loves the outdoors and loves golfing, loves his family, loves his animals. And like, I'm so much more than just this guy who just gets drunk every two days and lays around and does fuck all. Right. And waste these opportunities that life gives you. Cause life only gives you so many fucking days, right? You only get so many days in this life to do the shit you want to do, to learn the shit you want to do. Who the fuck wants to spend any more time than we already have doing fuck all, but feeling like dog shit. Right? No wasted days. <laughs> no wasted days, baby. <laughs> and, like, honestly, like, for me, too, like, I feel like I've lived a fucking double life. Because she's like, oh, she's a manager of a bank. Like, she's got this fucking, you know, you don't expect. But you know what they say. It's always people you don't expect. You don't expect, like, oh, I have to fucking dress hoity-toity and put on my customer service voice. And, like, you wouldn't expect that little <laughs> old Courtney is just up to fucking no good. And, like, and honestly, it was a persona because I'm working with these other people. I'm serving fucking people in the public. And it's not like I was, like, well, I'm not working at Wendy's where I can just hide in the fucking back and, like, flip the burgers and whatever. So I honestly felt like a huge, um, a huge, almost like a second, like I was living a second life. Like I was fucking, you know, being a piece of shit on my spare time and going to work in the morning and being like, uh-huh, yeah, I can help you with that. Like it was fucking... <laughs> wild and it's honestly it's to the point that I don't think I could go back to that environment because that wasn't fucking me no and like I I don't know how I did it for so fucking long I worked at I worked at a bank from fuck 32 I started working at banks when I was like 20 and I worked my way from a teller up to management and shit like but I'm just like that is not fucking me right like how the fuck did I do that I was so fucking like I had just like watered myself down and, and like just had fucking pushed like the core actual Courtney down to just absolutely fucking nothing. Like, ah, I just like, it gives me like the icks just to think about how long I did that for. Yeah. I used to live in like a double life. Yeah. I used to do like the same, like go to work and like, I wasn't myself. I had to like always play a character and like pretend that I wasn't hung over and dying inside. Right? Like, oh my God. And now I go to work and I just act myself and it's just like, Oh, whatever. Most people like me anyway. Like, I had a guy I was talking with, like, I used to work with him a long time ago, and uh, and then we kind of, we were on the same job again, and we were just chatting and stuff, and I said, oh, yeah, me and me and my wife got a sober podcast, and he's like, oh, you had a problem with the booze? And I was like, oh, among <laughs> other things, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, and it's just like, I, I don't have a problem telling people, because I'm just so proud of this life I'm living now, and all the changes that I've done that it's just like, Oh yeah, I was a fucking drunk and addict and whatever. And it's no, no big deal to me to like say this, thing, this stuff. Some people are very surprised because they, they knew me from back like years ago. And it's like, Oh, it's, you know, it seemed like he had it all together. He was good at his job, had a brand new one ton diesel truck. And had a nice house. Had a, had a nice, nice house. Was going on vacation. And, had, a oh, cute, the guy had, had a cute girlfriend for right? 15 years. <laughs> <Had> a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guys got it all together deep down, though. I just had no purpose in life and hated everything, every aspect of my life. No sense of fulfillment. Nothing made me feel for fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, and I mean, it's, it's one of those things that fuck, like you go so long with like this empty void that you obviously you fill it with shit, right? You fill it with booze, you fill it with fill it with drugs. And like it's so fucking good to like get to the point where you're like, I have a purpose. My life means something. 
And even if it's not like what you thought your life should mean or your purpose should be, fuck, you still have a purpose and it's still a great one. Yeah. Once you figure it out, fucking you're going to be so happy. Yeah. Having a purpose is the coolest thing. I, we live in Hudson Hope. Honestly, I've never been more happy in my life. My brother just moved here. Like he just bought a house here and we helped him move in some of his stuff yesterday. Like this place is, ah, I just, every day I wake up and I'm just like thankful that number one, that I'm alive. And number two, that I'm living in the, I consider it the greatest place on the earth. Like I, I absolutely love it here. I fucking love it too. And I just, I'm so thankful that I didn't let doubt derail me. I'm so thankful. I didn't listen to that voice in the back of my head that gave into when people are like, Oh, you're not going to like, it. like, I'm just so happy that we were like, no, like we're going to fucking do this. We're going to give it an honest go. And within like, I would say within like two months of living here, I honestly was like, wow, I have more of a connection to this house in two months than the fucking eight and a half years I had at the place in Fort St. John. Yeah. That's one crazy thing. Like we got sober in our old house. And that's the biggest reason I wanted to move. Cause it was just like, I don't even know if it's just like PTSD or what, but like every once in a while, I'd still see like a, like a booze stain on the wall or something. <laughs> And, like, you'd clean it off, and then you'd find another one. It's like, oh, my God. Or when, like, the ice machine would kick in, and you'd oh, just be like, yeah. <laughs> poor Blaine would, like, fucking cringe in his skin. He's like, I fucking hate that ice machine. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, he used to have this ice maker that would make, like, a noise. And even the sound of grabbing ice out of it and putting it into a cup, like, oh, it just gives me the, ugh. Just because I did it for so long with booze, like. Oh my god, I forgot about the ice machine. Uh, Ugh, That's a core memory from the old house. I got PTSD from an ice machine. Jeez, what will booze what does booze and drugs do to guy? Oh, oh my. shit, eh? <laughs> Speaking of booze, today is Cinco de Mayo. It is, yeah. Cinco de Mayo. So I think tonight oh, it's Cinco de Mayo and a full moon with eclipse in Scorpio. Yeah, all on the same day. And me powerful. being a big me being a Scorpio from hell, I'm just like <laughs> super excited for this. We'll have to have some fucking Virgin margaritas, and we'll have to moonwatch tonight. It's gonna be a, should be a good a good time. Yeah, that should be pretty cool. But like prime example, things like Cinco de Mayo. I always wanted to go to Cinco de Mayo as like a kid, like growing up. But like there was this time when I'm like, oh, how am I gonna do that? Because I don't drink anymore. Fuck it, I'll have my own virgin fucking margarita Cinco de Mayo party. Get mm-hmm. creative, get productive, and find fucking find ways to do shit as opposed to excuses. That was one of the things when. I was starting to get sober. I was, like, scared of. Like, you're kind of, like, scared of missing out. Like, oh, how am I going to go to a hockey game and not get drunk? Or how am I going to go to a concert and enjoy myself without the booze? And, like, you can still do all these things. Like, you don't need to drink to enjoy a concert. No, you don't need to drink to enjoy anything. Why do we feel, like, is it a society thing or is it just being an addict thing? Like... Why do we always feel like a big sporting event or any kind of big event? Just you need booze. I think it, a lot of it comes down to like advertising, but I think a lot of people are just so deep rooted, unhappy in their lives yeah. that we, even when you're not a, like labeled an addict or you don't have like fucking, you don't drink every day. You don't have a substance abuse problem. We reach for these things because we're unhappy in our day-to-day rat race life. We're unhappy because we're fucking working jobs we don't like. We're unhappy because we're putting garbage fucking into our body all the time that is making us fucking feel like dog shit. And we're unhappy with the world around us. So we just drink to fucking to numb it and forget. Like, that's the only reason I can think of why, you know, as a society, we're so quick. You can't have a fucking just a good time unless you're lubricated. 
mm-hmm. you know, it's sad. It's, and I mean, I get it. I fucking lived it. But like looking at it now from like this point of view, like, fuck no, you can fucking keep it. <laughs> you can keep it. I'm good. Yeah. If you're, if you're in your looking for an escape, like alcohol is like the ultimate escape. Cause you can just drink and forget about all the problems you have and all that shit. And, but it's not a way, it's not a real way to, like, if you're living a life like we are now, you don't really have very many problems that you want to escape from. I don't even, like, we're making, like, thinking of the summer and stuff, and, like, we're planning on going fishing on the ocean. But, like, that's our one thing that we're going to be doing. The rest of the summer, I want to spend at home. And I find, like, your home is such a huge aspect of your life like you spend most of your time there and if you were like us at our old house and just wanted to escape it all the time like if yeah you're easily gonna get sucked into a little bit of addiction and all that kind of stuff but like if your home is great like it ours is now like i don't even want to leave this place well we have because we have things to do at this place right like we have a fucking garden we need to do i got five i got more fucking chickens and ducks that i know what to do with at this point True. at this point i have two of them just free ranging around the fucking yard because i can't get along with the other ones like we have and there's like Hudson's Hope's beautiful man there's fucking water everywhere there's festivals the rodeos coming there's mm-hmm. oh what is that other one what is that other one big something the big music festival fuck Oh, the it's, it's folk the music festival. Yeah, like, there's tons of shit to do around here. I plan on spending my summer fucking taking care of my garden, uh, animal shopping, because hell yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, going to the, these bodies of water, fucking walking around town. There's so much shit. I love it here. I fucking, even when Blaine's not here, like, Blaine goes to camp for two or three weeks at a time. I am not, my days fly. Like, I have shit to do. I got fucking... So, and, like, every day I wake up, I'm just like, ah, fuck, I'm so happy that this is my life. <laughs> I know, so happy too. that this is my life now. Holy. Me too. Every single day I wake up and I'm just in such a good mood. I mean, if it's raining, I'm like, ah, oh, well, I guess I got to catch up on some office stuff. But the weather's been really good lately and it's like, oh, I'm so just fulfilled with all the things I'm doing. And I feel like I'm such, I'm such a good, better person. I really do. And, like, honestly, and, like, I'm sure the people around us, well, maybe not me, because I pushed all my friends away with sobriety, but most of them. <laughs> but, like, I'm sure, like, and people know, a di- like, people see the difference, right? They see you, they've seen us before, and, they, and they've seen us now. Um, and I can tell just because I've got, you know, people message me on Facebook and shit, and they're just like, wow, like, I love, like, I had one, a good friend of ours or an old friend of ours be like, you guys, like, just sound like you're so happy. Like, I'm mm-hmm. so happy that you guys are so happy. And yeah. you just sound like you're happy. And to me, like, that is the best compliment to get. Like, you can be like, oh, you look great. You look beautiful. You've lost weight. Or your fucking nose job is wonderful. <laughs> but, like, when someone is legit, like, wow, like, you guys, you, you seem happy. Mm-hmm. Like, that right there shows that you're fucking doing something right. Yeah. And that's the whole, like, the whole point of the podcast is just to show people that you do not need drugs and alcohol to be happy. It's the opposite. You will become happy when you stop doing them. And, like, just to, like, just to be, like, hey, like, I get it. Like, we, and it's not easy. It's not like we just woke up one day and everything. We're, like, oh, we're not going to drink. And life was just honky fucking dory. Like, it was far from it. It was terrible. Like, getting (laughs) off alcohol and drugs. Oh, my God. I honestly thought it was impossible. I I thought it was. 
and like the whole the the but the and the whole fucking concept behind it, especially you know, because you're not really telling people because you feel ashamed, and you yeah. but you, these people don't know, so they're still trying to be in your life, and they still want you to like like it's so fucking hard. I, again, that's almost like a double life a little bit in the beginning, yeah, but a double life to fucking benefit your own self. But like it, it gets better, and it gets to the point where like I. I don't even remember. I can't remember the last time that I was like, man, I want, I want a drink. Like I could really go for like, when was the last time that you were like, I want a drink. Not just like, cause I've been triggered before, but it was mostly yeah. just like the, like the area, like the scenario we were in, but I can't actually remember knock on wood that like, I've like, sat down and was like, I need a drink. Like my, like I, it's been a long time. I, I can't even remember. I, I don't, don't want to remember. Years. <laughs> Years. Isn't that cool to say? Years. It's fucking cool. Right? It's, it's unbelievable, really. Yeah, I haven't... Yeah. Years. Isn't that cool? Right? And, like, two years ago, or two and a half years ago, because we're almost, what, two and a half years? Almost yeah, two, two and, and a half, half or something. Somewhere pretty, around there. Pretty close to two and a half years. So, we're, could you, do you could you imagine fucking Blaine sitting there being like, I, I don't want to drink? Like, I'm fucking no. good? No. Not at all. Especially on, like, a Friday night. Fuck, especially on every second night, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. or like, you know, like summertime where, like I said, it's so easy to just fucking pull up lawn chair. Like there's so, so many different, uh, like it's funny cause seasons change and that triggers drinking, like fucking you move, you get married, you get divorced, like all this shit triggers drinking. And now two and a half years into this, like if I never seen a drop of alcohol another day in my life, I couldn't give a fuck. Yeah. I mean, either. couldn't give a fuck. I had, we were, we've been canning uh, birch syrup. And I put a picture of it on my Snapchat and one of his, somebody on there messaged me and was like, Oh, are you making moonshine? And I was like, no, I'm not <laughs> making moonshine. I'm fucking two and a half years sober. Yeah. What are you retarded? And she, and she was like, Oh, I, my auntie or my cousin's sober and she just makes moonshine and sells it. And I'm like, well, I'm a fucking addict. I don't keep booze in my fucking house. And she was like good about it after, but I was so like, no, I don't, I'm not making fucking moonshine. Like, Oh, that's another thing. If you are an addict, if you, have a problem with alcohol? Don't leave it in your fucking house. I don't care if you're fucking two years sober, two fucking centuries sober. You don't need booze for anybody else to come over and have one. Get it the fuck out of your house. Who needs that temptation? Yeah, no kidding. Like, who, I, who needs we, that temptation? When we moved, I had to clean out. Like, we were packing up the garage. <laughs> and I found, like, two bottles. Like, they were, like, half full of rum. And I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> I cleaned out the trunk of my car and I found a bunch of like fucking old, a uh, bunch of old like cream sickle drinks and shit. We went to Chilliwack like two weeks, probably like three years ago now, three, four years ago. Like six years to ago. To go to, no, it was 2019. It was a while. Anyway, I found a bunch of fucking old booze in the trunk of my car from years ago and I was just like, holy fuck, Courtney. Like, really? <laughs> but yeah, that's, yeah, don't fucking, if you're recovery, I didn't recover. I don't care how sober you are. Don't put the, keep the shit in your fucking house. It's stupidity. Yeah, don't keep it around for like, oh, when I have company, like, don't have company that's drinking. Right? Or they can bring their own fucking booze. What do I look like? <laughs> what do I look like? But yeah, anyway, I mean, getting off topic here, but productivity is super important. It just, not only does it give you like a fucking sense of, a sense of accomplishment, it gives you something to look forward to. It keeps you busy. And when you're busy, you don't, your mind doesn't fucking wander to, hey, should I go to the liquor store? Hey, should I go fucking see this piece of shit? Like you Mm -hmm. just, it just keeps you busy. It keeps you fucking honest. Yeah, it does. And there's so many things you can do to stay uh, productive. Like even if you don't, say you don't have any money because you're an addict, (laughs) Chances are. <laughs> Just go for walks. Yes. 
just walk around whatever town you're in and walk until you can't walk no more and then you will be too tired to fucking pick up the bottle. Walking's actually like even like now, like I love like I love our, like our walks. Even when you're not here, I walk. I haven't fucking my car. I haven't started my car or put gas in it since like November. Mm-hmm. Walking is so good for your mental health. Like it just fucking get out there and give her it just like I sometimes I get my best moments of clarity and it just like always makes me feel refreshed, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna do an episode on like some of the podcasts and audiobooks and books that we read, that kind of stuff too in the future, just for uh just kind of recommendations that we have for early sobriety and then now for I don't want to call it, I don't know fitness and motivation I guess continuing the stuff continuing the sober journey and getting on the fucking health and fitness trying to repair the damage we did from years yeah. of active addiction yeah <laughs> that's and how I like to look at it it's pretty crazy because some of the stuff we're doing is I don't know some people look at me kind of funny but. I don't know. I feel great. So people think I don't I, care. People think I'm fucking off my rocker. I gave up my fucking. I, I had a girl message me fucking yesterday. She's like, so like, do you work or do you just hang out at the farm all the time? You're at your, your hobby farm all the time. I was like, I'm just hanging on my hobby, my hobby farm. I got shit to do. Don't you fucking worry, lady. I got shit to do. I don't know if people know this or not, but a farm is work. There's a lot of fucking shit to do on a farm. That's right. Your days go by quickly, and you know what? There ain't no fucking holidays. And this is just a tiny little farm. Like, there's a lot of stuff to do every day. But, I, I, again, it keeps me fucking humble, and I love it. And I, don't get me wrong. I'm, we're not a slave driver out here. I have tons of free time. And you know what? I've dived really deep into my fucking spirituality. I've dived deep into preserving food, fucking learning about gardening, incubating chicks. Like, don't you worry, lady. I fucking keep busy and I ain't hurting nobody. Right. You are doing an amazing job around here. And I'm so happy. Like, I fucking literally, I wake up, even when you're gone, like, because I worried a little bit. I was like, oh, am I going to be lonely? I'm not lonely. I fucking, I have, like, my little chickens. And it's actually pretty cool that your brother and his girlfriend are going to live here now, too. Like, that's really going to help. But, I mean, like, I just... I wake up with such a, oh, there's my rooster giving her. <laughs> I just wake up with such like a, like, you know, like such a, like a fucking thirst to keep going, thirst to keep fucking learning. And like, I just keep finding shit to do and stuff that piques my interest. Like, I don't know if it's because I went for so long with having no interest and no fucking creativity, but now like the more I fucking dive into shit, the more I want to learn and the more mm-hmm. I want to do shit. Like it's, it's kind of fucking nuts to be honest. It is, yeah. It's such a, it's an amazing life when you're full of of things that you want to do, and full of that drive. Nothing's impossible. Get after it. Right. Productivity all time high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, guys, this was uh, episode fourteen of the No Waste Today's podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Like always, give us a like, uh, subscribe, give us a comment, give us some feedback. Stay productive. Stay productive. It's early here in the morning at Macaroni Meadows. We're going to get up. We're going to get our running shoes on. We're going to go for a walk. All right, guys. Catch you guys next week. Peace. Bye.